Welcome to the Crystal Clear Podcast with Weekly Standard founder and editor-at-large, Bill Crystal. Bill, how's it going? Fine, thanks, Eric. How are you? I'm fine. I, I know you're very excited, very excited about Labor Day coming up. This We're going into the Labor Day holiday weekend. Labor Day, the official holiday known to kids everywhere is, damn, I have to go back to school tomorrow. It's funny. Memorial Day and Labor Day are the beginning and the end of the summer, and people forget that they're actually about something, as, as are all the American holidays. Um, I've gotten sort of, I got interested a while ago in the holidays. I just don't know why, just thinking about American history and about American life. And of course, we our year is kind of organized around these holidays to some degree. Uh, we tend to forget often what their maybe their original intention or what it is they're commemorating or what one can learn from them. Um, so I'm happy to talk about it here for a few minutes. One thing I really want to recommend to people, uh, uh, Leon Cass, Amy Cass, the late Amy Cass and Diana Schaub did a book of readings on America, a terrific book. Uh, called "What So Proudly We Hail." That's the phrase, of course, from the clause from the Demo- from the, from the uh, Star Spangled Banner. Uh, so, "What So Proudly We Hail" is also a website. People can just Google it and they'll find it. And on that website, there's an ebook, which again is all free and easily accessible online, with a chapter on each of the holidays. And what that chapter consists of is a bunch of readings about the holidays, speeches given on the holidays, original documents, if it's Independence Day, the Declaration of Independence, that kind of how it was celebrated at different times in American history. Very, very interesting. It's really a good way to learn about a country. It's a good way to, uh, someone should teach a history course in a high school or maybe even a college in which you'd look at five or six you know, nations or, and, and look at their holidays, but you really get a sense of their history, what, mat- what kind of uh, political order and social order they have, what matters to them. You know, what is Groundhog Day? Say? Well, well, that's I guess a, that's not official. No, that's <laughs> well, then the, you could also do the unofficial holidays. Leon and Amy and Diana do more the uh, it's more serious. You know, they do official, but you could learn a lot, of course, as a sociologist or cultural historian would would tell you about the kind of unofficial holidays. You know, Super Bowl or something like that. But anyway. Um, uh, I highly recommend What So Proudly We Hail. And if you Google, and you'll find, or you just Google one of the holidays and maybe Google Leon Cass's name and you'll find KSS, you'll find uh, uh, you know very interesting readings about each of those holidays. I sometimes try on Twitter just to link to a few of them. A lot of them we've just forgotten. You know, July 4th, some fantastic speeches given reflecting on the meaning of America by Frederick Douglass, for example. And on July 4th, uh, Lincoln obviously talked a lot about the Declaration of Independence. Uh, but other speeches as well. And then, of course, popular literature, songs, poetry, they have all of that. So I, I think holidays are interesting. Um, I think the Declaration and Thanksgiving are probably the, the, they're the two, the two American holidays. They sort of, I think, dwarf the others in importance and significance. They're distinctively American, obviously. Uh, and they're very interesting because they're in some contrast or tension with one another. The Declaration of Independence is about independence. We asserted ourselves. We chose to have a revolution. We were celebrating the fact that we were, our forefathers were brave and courageous and took a risk and set up something that hadn't been done before, uh, self-government across a wide expanse, which has now lasted for over, uh, what, for almost two and a half centuries. Um, Really an amazing human accomplishment. Thanksgiving, which of course looks back to the pre-Declaration days, to the Puritans, the theme of it's almost the, I won't say the opposite, but but goes in the other direction. It's our dependence our, on God, our gratitude towards God, or let's just say something higher, providence, uh, giving thanks. Declaration's about sort of uh, taking charge, you know. Uh, de- Thanksgiving's about giving thanks. And in a way, the fact that they've coexisted for so long now as twin 
important holidays, I think shows something about America. We're both a country that's very much about self-government, self-assertion, human control, making your own way, you know, all that sort of stuff uh, on the one hand, and then also a country more than most these days uh, that reflects a little bit that, that on the limits of what humans can do, on our dependence on something higher, our gratitude towards something higher. It's also, I think, final point about Thanksgiving and Declaration, and there's much more that could be said, and again, the what so proudly we hail would give people a lot to think about in this. Uh, Declaration of Independence, very much of a public holiday, as you'd expect. It's a national holiday. It's about the nation's independence, so it's celebrated by usually kind of big gatherings, you know, picnics, whatever, barbecues, and then now, especially with these big fireworks displays in New York and D.C. and elsewhere, so people get together at high school. We used to go to our local high school for a more modest fireworks display, very nice for the community in Northern Virginia to get together. So that's kind of a, let's call it a public or civic holiday. Thanksgiving is really our most family-oriented holiday. There's not much of a public observance. I guess there's a parade, Thanksgiving Day parade in New York, but it's really the holiday at which families get together. And so, which is appropriate in a way, it's a more private sort of religious, you might say, a holiday, and thanks, and July 4th is the big civic holiday. So it's interesting that they're both so central to our imagination. And what's interesting also is it, it, it isn't that the other holidays aren't worthy. I mean, you think of Memorial Day, that's no throwaway holiday no. like uh, January 1st is. Um, and Labor Day, not so serious, but then Martin Luther King's birthday, an important holiday, Washington's birthday could vie for place with Fourth of July in terms of right. being a, a founding holiday, if you will. But there's something interesting that it's really Fourth of July and Thanksgiving without um, without there being any kind of in official pressure, but rather something that's a groundswell that for generations those have been the holidays that most speak to people. Yeah, that's a, that's right. I think, and no one no one elevated one over the others. And um, I would say, I think Memorial. If you had uh, this is an interesting question, I don't know what you think. Is Memorial Day Memorial Day is of all the others is the closest in standing? I think. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, you know, as we've been fighting wars these last fifteen years or sixteen years since nine eleven, I think it's kind of come back uh, 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 in more centrally to people's consciousness as 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 would as it should really. Maybe you could even make an argument that Memorial Day, July 4th, and Thanksgiving are sort of the three holidays. This Memorial Day reminds one that you can talk about independence all you want. You can talk about freedom all you want, but people have to fight for it and sometimes die for it. And so that's a very much of a public-spirited, of course, more somber holiday. Um, and it was a holiday that also recognized not only the, the sacrifice of the soldiers who were killed, but of the mothers in particular, and really the family's sacrifice in having given up their sons. Right. And there's very interesting literature on that. It, of course, came out of the Civil War Decor Decoration Day and then how it was transformed a little bit, how it became a, an appropriate day for both sides to honor. That was very much of a self-conscious thing, I think, in the around 100 plus years ago to make to make it a holiday that for both the South and the North, it started really as, a, I think, a Northern holiday. Uh, the South had its own recognition of the Confederate soldiers. And um, 
So there's, there's a lot to be learned if you just look at the history of these holidays. Obviously, there are many other there are books written on them, and it's, it's, uh, the Cass uh, Schaub, uh, What So Proudly We Hail, is not the only source, but it's a very good beginning, and again, I'm happy to recommend it. I, we've quoted it at times and in the Weekly Standard, put up stuff on our, our website from them. Then there's like good old Labor Day, which is a little more of a you know, political thing. It was I think, at early. At least ours isn't on May first. Well, that, sort but of that was the point. Fashion. But that, I believe, and again, I'm no expert on this, so I'm little going out on a limb here. People can check, and I'll just say ahead of time that I may not have all the details right. But I believe Labor Day was self-consciously set up because people were saying, "Hey, you know, every other country in Europe has this May Day, this Marxist holiday. Either they have it, or the Marxists are pushing for it. And uh, shouldn't we have it here?" Some socialists said. And uh, Americans said, and I think the labor movement said, uh, we're not socialists. But you know what? As one way of stopping that pressure and also just recognizing the contributions of American working men and women, let's have Labor Day instead. But it's not at the same time as May Day, and it's uh, and it's uh, explicitly about honoring American labor or not about socialism. So I think Labor Day is uh, – you could write a little essay on the countries that have Labor Days and the countries that have May Days – as uh, celebrations and the difference in their historical development. Now, Labor Day for me as a kid growing up in, in Phoenix, Arizona, um, loomed large, not because labor was, was big <laughs> in Arizona, but for me it was always marked by the Jerry Lewis muscular dystrophy telethon. And people have been reminiscing about that um, with the news that Jerry Lewis has, has died. Um, but the, the Washington Post did something rather strange, although maybe not strange. It's become all too common, which is it marked Jerry Lewis's death with an article, um, the title of which was Jerry Lewis Telethons Raised Billions for Muscular Dystrophy. Many cheered when he went off the air. And it's basically a big hit piece on how Jerry Lewis in his kind of smarmy Vegas fashion didn't have the right language to use to not embarrass um, disability advocates and activists in in while he was going about raising billions of dollars to actually try to do something about the affliction. Yeah, that's. I mean, that is just seems like a cheap shot. Uh, it seems like he did a you know a good deed with those with those telethons. I mean, it does raise the broader question, which is very much front and center today, with the Confederate monuments and statues of sort of rethinking some of these uh, historical commemorations. And, uh, you know, there's always a kind of debunking or even a hostility to some of them. Columbus Day, is that something we should be celebrating? It, I, it, my, uh, <laughs> my prediction is Columbus Day does not survive the next decade. Yeah, that's an interesting question. And look, I mean, these histories, I mean, I'm sort of a conservative and traditionalist on this. And I think there is, you really hate the idea kind of in an Orwellian way of whitewashing history or rewriting history or having a totally present-oriented point of view. One point of these holidays is to remind us that, you know, things have happened in America. Uh, things have had to be overcome in America. And you don't want to sort of uh, wipe out these holidays because there are aspects of them that aren't uh, congenial to the modern consciousness. On the other hand, it's also true enough to say that these things do change. They evolve over time. Uh, and some holidays are going to rise and some are going to fall. And I'm not sure every single one we have now has to stay forever. And there's the whole issue of Washington's birthday, Lincoln's birthday, which has always been a state holiday, not a federal holiday. Most states took it up, especially in the North, not so much in the South, where there were these Jackson Lee days and so forth. So you can really trace a lot of history through, uh, you know, what people celebrate and, and commemorate. Bill, thanks for joining us for the Crystal Clear podcast. Thanks, Eric.
That's it for the Crystal Clear Podcast this week. Be sure to catch the Crystal Clear Podcast every week. Just go to iTunes or Google Play for a free subscription or go to our website, weeklystandard.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Eric Felton.